0: Hey super friends, my name is Neil and welcome to this episode 86 of the Geo Comic Con podcast. We're here fortnightly-ish to bring you a slice of film, TV and pop culture goodness from our studio direct to your speakers. Now very recently we got a very cool first full trailer for Warner Brothers The Flash. I sat down uh, to record a kind of Easter eggs and breakdown of the trailer itself which I published over on YouTube and you can go and check out if you want to watch it but as I was recording I ended up doing a full 42 minute long commentary track that really went probably far too much into detail but of nearly every single scene in the trailer and I thought why waste that when actually I could release that as a podcast. So here for you completely extended, unedited, unfiltered, full of bloopers um, is my full commentary track for the first trailer for The Flash. So just a quick recap, The Flash is coming to UK cinemas on June the 16th, 2023. It's directed by Andy Muschietti and stars Ezra Miller as Barry Allen, The Flash. Uh, Several of him, as you will see from this trailer. We've also got both Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck, as uh, we will see from this trailer. Two different versions of Bruce Wayne and Batman. The film also stars Kiersey Clemens as Iris West. It uh, stars Sasha Cage as Supergirl slash Kara, again, who you will get to meet in this trailer. And we also have a couple of returning characters that you might recognize from a certain Man of Steel. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna watch through the trailer. I'll put a little version of it so you can see the key bits that I'm talking about as we're going through. We're starting out the trailer outside of the Allen household. We get our first really, really clear look at Ezra in the flash suit. It starts with an establishing shot that just features his feet. You can see that the costume is not just plain red or plain gold. There's quite a mix of the two different colours. His boots are quite heavily designed and there are streaks of gold in there. But then we cut to this head and shoulder shot, uh, which is our first really, really detailed look at the the costume design that he's now going to be wearing. If you have read the Flash Fastest Man Alive tie-in comic book, you'll know that this suit is gifted to him by Batman, and that is why later in the trailer you see he's already wearing the Flash ring. That's all aspects of the comic book, which you can pick up if you want to get that kind of in-between story from where he was in Zack Snyder's Justice League to where we find him in the Flash movie. But on to the details. So I have this on the screen in front of me right here. We can see that actually it appears the suit is very much powered up by the lightning bolt logo on his chest. So it would appear that as he is using or has recently used the speed force, it is powering up the suit. So the logo in this shot itself, the lightning bolt is lit up. And then the veins in his costume are filled with light kind of pulsing out from the logo in the chest and we can see that that not only lights it up and adds some extra detail but also it passes all the way through up into the lightning bolts that are in the helmet now admittedly the helmet does look quite wide to me in this particular shot his neck seems particularly slim compared to the helmet but it's a minor gripe Uh, what i'm really impressed by is the amount of fine detail so the way he is lit he's underneath the street lights outside his parents house and you can see from the shoulder that uh, the streetlight is kind of bouncing off him but it does also lighting up all of these it's almost like fingerprint detailing that's in the costume you can see it goes right across his chest and up the neck there doesn't seem to be as much in the helmet although there is some detailing in the forehead we can also see that there are the lightning streaks on the side but there is a lot of very, very small, fine detail that we've only really seen in the teaser images that Andy Machete shared. There was one of the, the Bat logo with blood, another of the Supergirl, the S, and then also the lightning bolt on on the Flash's chest. So we get an idea of just how much detail is in that costume just from this one shot. And certainly from his facial expression, he's approaching the house with some, kind, some trepidation. So I would imagine that this is Barry having just arrived on the 89 version of Earth, which is how I'm going to refer to it, for the rest of this video and that this is maybe him inching towards seeing his mother for the first time or perhaps this is him just running by the house and reflecting on the fact that he misses his mum. Obviously if you've watched The Flash show you've read the comics, some of this is also in Zack Snyder's Justice League but when Barry was a young child his mum was murdered and his father is sent to prison and that makes up a lot of his... Um, who he is, but also his reason for becoming the Flash and his motivations for wanting to be a good guy, and we know that obviously that's going to play in heavily to the storyline in this film, as it's very clear from this trailer that it's going to adapt some of the the Flashpoint storyline. From here, we go into the dialogue, which is postulating as to why Barry is on this Earth and why he would want to stay on this Earth, which we know is tied to his mum in terms of the visual we get a very clear shot of what is the roof of Wayne Manor so we know we're returning to the Wayne Manor from the Batman 89 movie and now we're seeing it from a totally different perspective so what you can see in this particular shot is the proximity that Wayne Manor has to Gotham if you think back to Batman 89 and Batman Returns there is that amazing for both the score and the visual shots of the Batmobile as it passes through the woods when he's taking Vicki Vale back to the Batcave but we don't really, other than the sense of duration in that scene, get an idea as to how far away Gotham is from Wayne Manor, other than this idea that it is, it is out in the burbs, as it were. So here we get a very, very wide shot that shows that there is a huge amount of woodland and suburbs between Wayne Manor and the Gotham skyline. There's not a lot to see in the skyline itself. It's, it's a sunny day. There are a lot of towers. It's a very built up city. There's no standout buildings or anything. But what I do want to point out is that this ties to a shot later in the trailer. So you can see the roof of Wayne Manor and down in the bottom right hand corner of the frame there is a figure standing on the roof. Now it's not at first glance easy to tell who it is. I thought for a second it may have been Supergirl when they arrive at Wayne Manor and bring her there after having rescued her. But actually you can see that the person is wearing a yellow hoodie or it's a kind of a almost like a letterman jacket and has the the long hair that Ezra Miller is wearing when they are playing the, the Barry Allen of Earth-89. So this is definitely Barry on the roof, which ties to a shot which comes a little bit later in the trailer. We get an establishing shot of the Allen household just with the door opening, nothing major to be seen there. And then we go into a shot that you will remember from the uh, Fandom uh, tease sizzle reel for this film. Uh, so if you haven't seen it, I'm just going to go through what you see in the shot but it's, it's all very much something we've seen before. So it's a shot of a bathroom in Wayne Manor. You can see the bathtub in the background. But what's lying on the floor is a uh, Batman cowl. And you can see various aspects of the costume lying around. Now we know that later in the trailer and in the film... The Barry Allen of 89's Earth will use a Bat suit to become a, a de facto flash suit. They're going to give him the powers, which is something we'll talk about when we get later down this trailer. But here we're seeing what appears to be the aftermath of uh, some kind of fight that uh, involves Batman, Michael Keaton's Batman. You can see there's a lot of blood spatter on the floor. So we seem to be suggesting that Bruce has maybe come out of a fight particularly worse for wear. Perhaps that could be the fight that breaks Supergirl out from a Supermax kind of prison, uh, which appears right at the end of this trailer, but we shall have to wait and see. Now we get our first look at another of the Batmen of this film. Now there are plenty of rumours that there may be three Batmen in this film, but for now in this trailer we're only seeing two. It only takes a second for you to realise exactly who this is. This is Ben Affleck returning as Batfleck from the uh, Snyderverse, Zack Snyder's Justice League, Batman versus Superman, however you want to explain it. It's a quick establishing shot of him on his new bat Batcycle uh, chasing a bunch of armoured vehicles down the street. There have been a number of set photos of this being filmed. It was filmed in Glasgow uh, here in the UK and you can see, actually, if you've ever been to Glasgow, you can see some of the very familiar signage on uh, some of the buildings and also the bus stops as well. It's just a brief shot. We don't even get to see the front of Batman in this particular shot. It is just establishing him on his Batcycle and that he is involved. We jump to our first full-on shot of Ezra Miller as just Barry Allen and this is the Snyder's version of Barry Allen rather than the 89 universe. You can tell them apart just by the hair, so the, the Snyderverse version has much neater, shorter hair, whereas the 89 version has the, the shaggier long hair. If you look very carefully, just in terms of fine detail, you can see that he has the flash ring on uh, on his finger already. It's quite a chunky one, but you can just see from the, from the dark lighting in the shot that there is the, the lightning bolt on the ring on his finger. It cuts to another new shot of the Flash. It's, this again appears to be on our Earth. We can see people are fleeing from some kind of incident that's behind the camera and the Flash in his new suit just comes skidding into shot for a second and we get another look at those boots. So you can see that some of that fingerprinting detail that I was talking about runs into the boots themselves and they also have this gold streak down the front of them as well as gold uh, soles and some streaks around the back of them as well. So it's it's just kind of showing off that this is a much more complex design for his costume than we saw in Zack Snyder's Justice League and that this isn't just a straight-up adaptation of what we've seen from the comics. It doesn't look like Grant Gustin's costume from the CW show either. It's something quite different. We get a mixture of shots. There's a couple of explosions. There's another shot of uh, a pushing one of the uh, levers which could be turning on the power in the Batcave or perhaps it's tied to bringing Supergirl out. There's a shot of someone uh, standing on the edge of Wayne Manor as their feet lift off the ground which may well be a shot of Kara. So Sasha Caget's Kara as she is regaining her powers now that she's out in the sunshine. So it's a very quick succession of shots that then bring us back to our version of Barry again with the short hair explaining that the reason that he would stay on the earth that he has found himself on is because this is the earth where his mother is still alive so bringing us that kind of emotional centre point of the film that brings us to shots of the young Barry and his mother and his happy childhood we see that they have this wonderful relationship and that's then cut short by what is a shot of both his mother and father as his mother is lying dying in his arms and you get to see the young Barry's reaction to seeing his mother in that state Warner Brothers and DC logos quick shot of sort of using the speed force but we're not really going quite full into it yet we're just seeing what is probably the beginnings of Barry running through uh, through time so this is him entering the speed force as he's going to run I would imagine from his Snyder earth to the 89 earth lots of yellow electricity so we see it's not quite the blue light that we saw in Zack Snyder's Justice League or the the Justice League theatrical cut but it's something a little warmer and a little more akin to what we would see in the comics so there are some subtle changes that are just taking it from from Snyder's vision to Machete's vision and something that is maybe a little more close to what we would see in the pages of dc comics there's a very cool shot of the young barry running out of the house in daylight that transitions if you watch the background uh, transitions to nighttime, and he then passes by his older self standing out in the street which could again be tied to our first scene it could be another moment from that perhaps there's going to be a moment where barry spends quite a bit of time outside the house just kind of i guess ruminating on his past and thinking perhaps he's just learned at this point how to traverse the multiverse and he's thinking actually is this something that i want to do it's another really cool shot of the suit though in this shot what we get to see is the suit powered down is probably the best way to say it so the the seams and the the lightning bolt chest logo aren't lit up this is just simply the red suit it looks a lot more almost like the 89 bat suit it's it's got some muscle molding but it's also just very rigid It's not, it doesn't look a soft material, it looks like a hard armoured material and looks a lot more muscular and I guess imposing is what I want to say than it does when it's lit up. It's got less of the flashy effects but it still has a lot of impact on the scene itself. You also get to see a couple more of the embellishments so there are uh, thunderbolts that are going around his arm and also some thunderbolts that go around the waist of the costume so you do get to see a little bit more detail there. This brings us to a very interesting shot of a hand that just grazes over a picture frame. In the frame, what we can see is some dusty books on the shelf, which I think is supposed to probably give us a little bit more of a clue as to who this is. It's quite clearly not Barry Allen and his parents that are in the photo. It's the hand of a slightly older man. And so this is clearly Thomas and Martha Wayne with a young Bruce. So I think what we're getting here is a moment of Bruce Wayne also... I guess just to give those two characters some sort of emotional connection, just thinking about and um, dwelling on his own past and his own loss of his parents. Given that this Batman is going to be sort of semi-retired and is living on an Earth, as we hear in in the narration an earth that has no meta humans you know there's no superman here there's been no justice league this is probably a batman who has been through the ringer trying to you know he's the only man to save his gotham maybe his earth and so when he meets this superpowered young man that's come from another earth i would imagine he's probably feeling rather (laughs) bewildered by the whole thing but they will find a connection in the loss of their parents perhaps just the loss of their mothers or the loss of their parents altogether so there's a lot of connection there we then jump back to an interesting shot of, uh, again, the Snyderverse version of Ezra. Ezra. The Snyderverse version of Barry, should I say, who is now in this shot bathed in blue light. So this would be closer to what we've seen from Zack Snyder's Justice League. So there's a question here potentially about the colour of his lightning, We can see that he's looking at photos perhaps on his bedroom wall of him and his parents so we see a slightly younger version of him in some of the photos and then Ezra also appears in some of them and the question here is what does this mean so there's some of the blue lightning there's also some yellow lightning here is there a transitionary phase with the powers. And that brings us to a shot that we've seen from the Fandome trailer where uh, Ezra steps uh, in. So again, the Snyderverse version of Barry steps in behind uh, his mother and just taps her on the shoulder. We don't get to see her turn round. It cuts to our first shot of the two Barry Allens interacting. So we have... Uh, Ezra twice in the shot, once with the, the longer hair where they're playing the 89 Earth version and the shorter hair where they are playing the Snyderverse version. This is the first time we see the two interacting and it seems like this is the first time the two of them have met as well. Interesting small detail, uh, so Snyderverse Ezra is obviously wearing the, uh, the costume ring, the other is wearing um, headphones around their neck gold headphones which have a little spike on them now obviously I've not seen um, Barry Allen wearing them so it, it could just be a coincidence but it almost looks like the the thunderbolts on the side of the flash helmet so I wonder if that's just a little nod in the costume design The two interact and have a moment of, you know, Freaky Friday. Oh, my God, who are you? Who are you? And then we cut to our exterior shot of Wayne Manor. Not a lot to see here either. The two Barry Allens are walking up. This is, again, a shot that we saw in the Fandom trailer. What is interesting, if you watch the the high resolution of the trailer and you can kind of see through the mist in front of Wayne Manor, it's covered in vines and looks almost in a way like the Wayne Manor of Zack Snyder's Justice League it in that it's it's fallen into disarray but for different reasons it's not that no one is living there and it's burnt out like it is in the Snyderverse this version is just dilapidated through lack of use and lack of love now this takes us to an interesting shot so what we see in the next shot is the two Barry Allens in a moment which I think is going to be very important for what comes later So what we understand of this Earth is that there are no metahumans. So when our Barry from the Snyderverse lands on this Earth, there is no Flash. There is a Barry Allen, but there is no Flash. And it would appear that we're almost recreating the accident that gave Barry his powers in order to pass his powers on to this Earth's version of of Barry Allen. And so maybe this is a moment where we're seeing potentially the creation of the film's villain or someone who could go on to become a villain in towards the end of this story but we're certainly seeing a moment whereby the powers are being shared and it certainly looks like it's a very painful moment for our barry allen because he does not look very happy about it even though uh, he is the one that he's trying to share his powers which leads us into one of my favorite shots in the trailer so we get a close-up shot of the uh, the the flash ring so it is uh, presumably our Barry Allen from Snyder vs. Fist as the ring twists and opens up and you see the costume inside. The really cool thing about this is, again, the amount of fine detail. So uh, for those who aren't familiar with the comic books, the Flash keeps his, his suit in, in a ring on his hand. And as he is running, he will put the ring out and it opens and the costume flies out and he puts it on around him. Going to be a very cool effect if we get to see this in the film itself. But what we're just seeing here is just it's simply opening. But what you can see inside is the small version of the chest logo with all of those ridges and the, uh, the veins that come out from it completely intact, just shrunk down to miniature size. It's, I know it's CGI and it's not functional and it doesn't work, but it just looks so cool. The, the, the colours in it are very, very vibrant as well. The, the gold of the ring looks different to the gold of the suit, but there's just a real, real pop of red as it opens up in it. It has me very excited to see if they can pull this off and make it work in action, because if they can, I will be very, very impressed. We get our first look at Ben Affleck out of costume in the next shot. So, it, what we understand is that the film will open very much on the, the Snyderverse Earth post Justice League post the fastest man alive comic book and ben affleck's batman has very much been a mentor to this version of barry allen and what we're going to see here is a moment between the two of them as that relationship continues and uh presumably barry is discussing the fact that he could traverse earths and could go to a place where he can find his mother and what our uh uh, batman what (laughs) Batfleck? so many earths so many batmans um is is a kind of saying to him you know stop for a second and think is this something you want to do because you could end the universe so that's it's nice to see that that mental relationship is continuing and then we come to a moment which is if you've not seen any spoilers if you weren't aware of the casting in this film probably going to blow your mind so the flash is going to call back to a very important plot point from the man of steel Now, I'm not going to spoil for you here exactly how this is going to happen in the film itself. But what we see in this next shot is a Snyderverse version of Barry in a bar, presumably on uh, 89 Earth as... General Zod, played by Michael Shannon, uh, cuts through news feeds and says that he is coming to Earth. It's the same staticky shot with him in the background that we saw in Man of Steel when uh, Henry Cavill had um, returned home to his mother and they spot the, the object in the sky and the power cuts out and then the signal comes across on TV. And it's Michael my- uh, Michael Shannon's odd speaking in every language to everyone across the earth, saying that he is looking for Kal-el. Only in this instance, we know that that's not necessarily who he is looking for. Cut to another very familiar shot, which is uh, the world engine from the Kryptonian ship hovering above a city. We don't know if this is Central City or if we are actually going to go to uh, Metropolis. I would imagine this is Central City. I don't know. Could be Central. It's got to be Central City. I would imagine. And again, you can see it beaming down and as it pulses down onto the ground, it's lifting everything up as it begins to uh, re-engineer Earth into Krypton. So we are literally seeing those plot points from Man of Steel be carried back out with the same design of the ship. Everything is back down to the exact same detail how it was in Zack Snyder's Man of Steel cut to the shot that I was referencing earlier which is uh, Ezra Miller as the 89 version of Barry Allen on the roof of Wayne Manor in the hoodie with the yellow sleeves with the so he has the longer hair uh, so that's how we know that this is the Barry of this earth and it would appear to be just a closer up shot of what we were seeing from the rooftop of Wayne Manor earlier in the trailer I would imagine that what we're seeing is uh, Barry looking up at the The world engine as it's arriving on earth and probably the shock of okay this has happened before well actually so this barry doesn't even know this um i guess it's the bewilderment of what is going on why have these aliens now arrived on earth bearing in mind we already have this other powered human who is a twin of me who has arrived from another planet Back to Zod. Uh, Again, a very familiar moment as we see the Kryptonian ship open up, and in the background there is this huge fight going on, both in the sky and on the ground. It would appear there is a massive army that I'm presuming is taking on the Kryptonian forces. Slightly different, obviously, in that in Man of Steel there was only a handful of Kryptonians, whereas this would appear that there's a bit more of a fighting force. We don't get to see a close up on the ground, so it could be that there's more going on. Given that this story is adapting some of Flashpoint, this could even be that there's a war hang- playing out on the ground between uh, Atlanteans and the Themyscirians, and the humans are just trying to get involved. I don't know that the film is going to go that far. It's probably just a battle between Earth's forces and the Kryptonians. But there is a, nonetheless, there was a very big battle going on down on the ground. Cuts to a close-up just to establish that this really is Michael Shannon, and he has returned He's in the full Zod costume. He's got the, uh, the helmet piece that is uh, done in visual effects that ensures that he is able to breathe because he can't breathe Earth's atmosphere. <laughs> and it is just, it, it could be a moment from Man of Steel. If I didn't know that film Inside Out, this could be a moment from Man of Steel. Cut to a quick close-up of him on the ground as he pulls a blade out from his arm. That cuts us into another moment that we've seen before from the fandom version of the sizzle reel for the Flash. It's Barry in a red room uh, in the the full-on new Flash costume. It's not lit up, so he's not powered up. He seems to be looking at something that is off screen. Could be Kara. This was probably a moment from when they break into a Russian facility to rescue her, as that seems to be where the trailer is taking us to. That's backed up by the next shot, which is of a Kryptonian costume. Now, for a second, if you didn't know where this film was going, you could have imagined that this could have been Henry Cavill. It's the the way that the costume is laid out. You can see much of the S. It has the Kryptonian language from Henry Cavill suit running through the centre of it, as it did in Batman vs Superman. And it's clearly been cast aside. The person that owns this costume is not wearing it. Brings us to the next shot, which very much takes us into the heart of the Flashpoint storyline. So what we can see is, again, it could be a young boy. You could be convinced that this was kal sitting inside a cell. There are holes down their spine as if they've been experimented on. You can see the rib cage. You can see the shoulder blades. They are clearly emaciated. And so this is, for those who don't know, a 100% callback to Flashpoint. So in the story of Flashpoint, um, Barry Allen runs back in time and protects his mother from ever having died. And by doing so, he creates a new future where uh, nothing has played out the way it did on his Earth. It seems that this film is going to change that slightly in that he's run to the Batman 89 Earth rather than creating another Earth. He may think that that's what he's done, but really what he's doing is traversing the multiverse. Now, in the Flashpoint storyline, they discover that there is basically a human uh, not human there is an alien battery which is being used by the army to to power weaponry and when they go and find this this alien creature that is being used and held by the army it's kalel Again, absolutely emaciated, uh, completely starved of ever having seen the sun so that they never have their Kryptonian powers and can't overpower the armies. What we know here is this is not going to be Kal-El. This is someone entirely different, and that's what the trailer is now setting up. We get a close-up shot of the face. You can just about see who it is, but it's not quite revealed just yet. You see that Barry then, uh, and it looks to me like it's Barry of the eighty-nine Earth because he's wearing the yellow hoodie touching hands with this person cut back to the fight we can see that things aren't going well with the Kryptonians so there's clearly uh, we're building up a need that the humans need some kind of extra powered person to help them in the fight against the Kryptonians bringing us to the money shots we get to see that moment that we've seen in uh, the fandom trailer where Barry lifts the uh the lever and turns on the power in the Batcave. What we see now is a much, much wider version of that shot. We see the Batmobile, the so the Batman eighty nine and Batman Returns Batmobile covered with a cloth on its uh circular platform where it drives into the Batcave. We can see that this is a, a much There's more design work to this version of the Batcave. It was very minimalist in the Tim Burton films. This is much more maximalist. There's huge concrete walls with ladders and gangways. Hundreds of bats. We pull out, we don't get to see the Batmobile itself, it pulls back to the platform and brings us to the shot that ended the sizzle reel at Fandome, where Michael Keaton's Batman steps into frame with those really foreboding, booming steps. Only now, we actually get to see the reaction of the two Barry Ellens, as one of them drops his cup and the two look on in complete shock, and we then get our first look at Michael Keaton up front as Batman in the Batsuit. You can see instantly that that there is a step up in the design work from Batman Returns to this version. It has uh, more of the, um, so it's less, um, it's less modeled directly on his anatomy and more uh, modular. It has slightly cleaner lines. It has a cleaner chest plate and he has a new set of shoulders. That sounds very strange. Uh, the shoulder plate of the cowl is slightly different. So the uh, the cape is coming out from this new, slightly more padded version of the cowl. We do get a much better look at this in the, in a second. I just want to bask in the moment. As he steps into frame, the camera closes in on his face. He has that smirk that Michael Keaton has and that glint in his eye as he repeats the line. I'm Batman. Now, this is going to be probably contentious with a lot of people because that was a line that he did say once back in Batman 89 when he is holding the the goon off the roof of, uh, you know, where he dropped down somewhere in the middle of Gotham City to just take on these two goons who've robbed the, the couple down in the street below. And the guy says, what are you? And he says, I'm Batman. Now, it's iconic. It's classic. Yes, this is very much playing to nostalgia that he is repeating that line but you know what? I grew up with Batman 89, and who cares? It's awesome, and Michael Keaton looks amazing in the costume. Do wonder if he can move his neck, though. And with that, we hear the kind of faint version of the Danny Elfman theme tune, and we go into a complete moment for Batman. We get this absolutely amazing shot of him diving uh, in some kind of uh, rotunda, diving down towards a bunch of army men who are below. This is presumably the... Uh, moment when they break out Kara from this Russian prison which we get to see more of from her perspective slightly later in the trailer. But what we see is Michael Keaton diving off uh, this ledge down to below, gliding down with his, his cape absolutely majestically out wide. Can you tell that I'm loving any, every second of it? But we do get a, a better look at the wider Batsuit. So you, again, you can see that it is less anatomical than it was before. It is slightly more, I don't want to say robotic, it's the wrong words. If you So if you look at Batman 89, it was very much just abs. And then in Batman Returns, the the kind of direct modeling of of human musculature was changed with these cleaner lines. This is just the next step on of those cleaner lines. However, the logo seems to be much more like Batman 89. I don't believe he's wearing Nike trainers anymore though. And the other big change is that his uh, utility belt is now black rather than yellow as it was in those films. He swoops down. Amazing. VFX look great he swoops up one of the army men drops him down and in the next shot we cut back to that moment where he was revealed and the barry allen of 89 earth just faints because why wouldn't he i would do exactly the same thing in this scenario we're still not done we've also not done with batman so now we cut back to uh our earth the Snyderverse earth where we get a little bit more of ben affleck's batman on his motorcycle in this chase we can see police cars being tossed left right and center and uh, you can also see one of the uh, armed thieves, whoever they might be, this militia, uh, leaning out of their truck and probably about to fire on Batman himself. A few cool money shots of this new Batbike. We don't really get a full-on shot of it in this trailer. There are some shots out there from the set uh, f- set photos when it was being filmed that do show off the design. It looks like it's modelled a little bit on the uh, Christian Bale bike, but again, a next step forwards and something that fits a little bit more with the aesthetic of the Snyder Batman. There are some cool shots coming up of his costume, which I want to touch on. We do then get a very interesting shot of what appears to be, I'm going to guess by the hair, the uh, Snyderverse version of Barry Allen after the electricity scene that we saw where he was trying to pass his powers to the 89 version of Barry. Be, so I'm going to guess that potentially he's been killed. Not permanently, I might add, or at least knocked out by the... Uh, by the lightning and so supergirl in full costume red cape billowing has lifted him up and taken him up into the clouds so you get this very cool shot of her pushing up through the clouds as she flies up carrying this seemingly shirtless and lifeless body no context whatsoever another cool shot of what appears to be a sinkhole opening up it's in gotham city because you can see the ambulance in the background says gotham city fire department on it and just in the bottom left-hand corner of the frame is uh, our, again, Snyder Barry Allen in his new costume. I just noticed in the top left of the frame, you can see that it's in front of what's called the Martha Wayne Institute. You can just see the detail. It would appear to be a hospital. There's an emergency room sign over on the far right, so this must be something to do with a hospital in Gotham City. Very trippy shot of uh, the flash powered up, covered in electricity, yellow lightning i might add at this point running through uh what appears to be a very slow motion cityscape as it's falling apart very very brief shot but a very cool gold image of the flash in action which leads us to batman uh, michael keaton's batman swooping down and giving us a much much better look at his costume in a in a good light so he stands doing the superhero pose And the lighting is directly from above shining down. So you get a very clear shot of the chest logo. You can see that it's much more 3D relief than it has been previously. And you get an idea of this new version of his cowl and how the spines on the the back shaping of the cowl lean across his shoulders with the cape then coming out from inside. So his cape is very much over his shoulders and back across him rather than as it was in the 89 films where it's kind of folded over behind him. The only thing I would say with this, uh, he has some very cool gauntlets that you can see. You can just see the spikes on his gauntlets. You can, however, see that it is a kind of all-in-one leatherish rubber type suit like he, he used to wear. But it has some, I'm going to say the word is ruching. It's sort of folded up whereby it doesn't quite fit the form as much as it, it may be used to. As it's not as rigid as it used to be back in the in the 80s and early 90s. He pulls out a Batarang. Huge fanboy moment for me. It still has the original design as it had in 89. Very, very cool. The next shot is uh, Barry back in the blue light. So I wonder whether maybe when he is on... No, because he has blue light against the other Barry. I was going to say maybe the blue light is on Arrow Earth and the gold light is on the 89 Earth. But it's hard to say. But this is another flash point speed force type moment with the blue lightning where someone and I think this is going to be our only look at kirsi Clemens as Iris West in this trailer just reaching out to hold his face again he seems very sad in this moment so it's it's maybe something about remembering his time back on our earth or remembering a moment that the two of them had together she isn't really a factor in the fastest man alive comic book so i don't know if we're trying to suggest that they've had a relationship which has ended or they've tried to begin a relationship which has never gotten anywhere whatever is going on here it's certainly an emotional moment for him and it's very touching but brief cut to a very high action moment as two flashes seem to come back to back with each other as their boots touch. Now the reason that this is important, you can see on the right hand side of the frame that it is the Snyderverse Barry. It's our, as I keep saying, our Barry in the red, but on the left hand side of the frame is a Barry in a much darker costume. It does have red accents, but this is our first look at the 89 version of Barry, uh, repurposing a bat suit as a flash suit after powers have been passed over. Now what's interesting here is, The Snyderverse Barry has gold lightning, and the 89verse Barry has the blue-white lightning. So we're going to tell the two apart by the type of lightning that they have. That presumably might be some kind of plot point in the film that we need to explore, why different flashes have different coloured lighting. That's not unusual to the comics, but I'm interested to know what the theory is behind it here. But it's a cool shot as the two seem to slide backwards and hit together and their, their boots touch it's a it's a big moment to see a lot of the costume design as well so you can see as their boots come together how much design is in there again as I've, t- I've just talked at length the the Snyderverse new costume with its its detailing right down his leg into the boots whereas the other one is very man-made so you can see that it's black it's got a, a lightning bolt spray painted onto the side of the boot definitely not nikes though which batman should really be wearing unless i'm missing a small detail more action of the two Barries together, kind of fighting over what it is they're supposed to do. A quick shot of the bat plane as it's struck by lightning and lightning comes down through cabling, which leads us to a close-up shot of our Barry being struck by, again, white lightning. And it, it really seems like it's messing him up. You can see lots of burns and damage in his face. So it seems like it's going to take a lot for him to be able to share his power with the 89 verse, uh, version of, of Barry. We get another cool shot of Supergirl in the middle of a fight with Zod. There's not much to be seen there. In the next shot, Barry uses his lightning for the first time, which is very, very... uh in the next shot barry uses a tornado so as you would remember from the flash tv show and from the comics he is able to kind of spin his arms around or spin his body around or run round in circles in a way that could create a tornado so he's clearly going to be able to use that power here which is very very cool and again another shot of the backplane, uh, different design here it's a slightly more sleek version of what we saw in the 89 movie obviously you will remember from seeing that film if you've seen it of course that it is shot down by the joker and destroyed so clearly batman has built himself a new version the next shot is a very cool one of sasha Cage as supergirl we get to see her using her heat vision it's it calls back to moments of henry cavill using his heat vision as well it's got that kind of screaming anger it's a very emotive moment Behind her, there's a lot of billowing smoke, so this is clearly part of the big fight that they're going to have with Zod. Very brief moment, but it's it's nice to see glimpses of Supergirl in this trailer. Then we get to the big shot of Ben Affleck. It's, it's, again, it's very, very brief. It's blink and you'll miss it. You'll need to pause it to see it, but you can see that he's got uh, a little bit of extra armor over the top of his Batsuit, but not like the the Dark Knight costume that he was wearing in Batman vs Superman. It's probably armor that he maybe wears when he's on his motorcycle. What's very interesting here, and it may just be the lighting, it's hard to tell, is that he is, um, he almost appears like his cowl and his cape are blue which is something that we haven't seen on film before and very, very cool. It could just be the daylight lighting. It could just be how the shot is composed at this point, but it certainly seems like he has got a slightly different costume, which may well be to help define between the two Batman. I mean, one is grey and the other is black, but maybe they've gone for a slightly more of a colour update between the two of them to just try and define the two Batmans to ensure you kind of know when you're on one Earth or when you're on the 89 Earth. Another shot of the uh, 89 version of Ezra uh, in his sorry Barry in his um, makeshift flash suit which has been made out of the bat suit you can just see that the ears have been cut off from the top of the cowl which is how you can tell which Batman this is uh, which flash this is there's so many characters in this film big montage of battle scenes not a huge amount to pick up and then we cut to the big Russia sequence so here we find uh, the 89 version of Barry Allen uh, sorry the <sighs> This brings us to the big sequence now unveiling Supergirl. This brings us to the big moment unveiling of Supergirl. So we get to see the um, Snyderverse version of Barry Allen uh, on the ground, surrounded by armed guards. And he is with Batman, who also has his hands in the air. And the moment cuts around to reveal that uh, they have freed the Kryptonian, which we know is Kara, Sasha Cage. Who is floating in the background as uh, someone shoots towards her? So this is now the big set piece in, I believe, a Russian prison, which is where they go and they break her out. So we know that the the Barry, both of the Barrys are going to be there, and as and uh, also the eighty nine version of Batman in full costume is going to be there. We get a whole bunch of shots of Supergirl in action. She seems pretty uh, angry, but I'm sure you would be if you'd been locked up in prison for your entire life and devoid of the sun. I know some people will probably comment on the fact that she does appear to kill some of these soldiers, but you have to bear in mind that what we're suggesting here is that she uh, grew up on Krypton, had 14 years of her life there, Arrived on Earth and was immediately locked up and has been tortured and kept out of sunlight for this entire time. So she's just been left to starve, essentially. So there's a lot of anger there. There is a very cool shot which I've got on screen in front of me right now as she, in uh, kind of speed motion, is flying towards uh, a soldier who looks like they're about to shoot at Michael Keaton's Batman. He's on the other side of the frame, literally mid punch. Very cool shot where you get to see the costume actually. You can see a lot of the definition in colour between uh, how dark the cowl is compared to a slight grey tint which is in the rest of his chest plate as she flies through and pushes that person out of the way. That brings us to our final moment. She introduces herself. We get our first full shot of Sasha as she introduces herself as Kara. This is back in Wayne Manor in front of the two Barrys. If you look very carefully, you can see on the screen behind them that the uh, Kryptonian world engine is hovering large on the camera. Uh, on It's like news footage that's in the background. So you can see that there is a lot going on there in terms of what is happening with uh, the Kryptonians arriving on Earth looking presumably for her. The Flash logo comes up. We have reached the end and we get... And one final money shot, which is of the Batplane, as it hovers along, you get a really good idea of the shape of it. It's not quite as round as it was in the 89 film. It's a little bit more streamlined and a little sleeker as Supergirl in full costume comes flying alongside. And we get a comedy moment where the 89 version of Barry is taking photos because, you know, their kids are going to want to know that they were with Supergirl. And that brings us to a a really cool shot where you actually get to see her costume uh, in action just a little bit close up. You've seen some of the detail already from the earlier shot, but you can see it's a good idea of how the visual effects of this film are going to work as she flies along by and zips off, breaking the sound barrier. And that brings us to our in cinemas June 16th and the trailer comes to an end. So there is a lot to unpick in this trailer. I realise I've just spent around 40 minutes detailing what I can see in every single shot which is more than I meant to do, but here we are. Uh, I hope I have informed you a little bit more about what you might come to expect in this film as well as pointed out some cool little moments that you might have missed. Thank you for listening to that full commentary track. Don't forget, if you want to watch the video version where I've got visuals from the trailer and break down some of the key moments, you can check that out over on our YouTube channel. Just search Get Your Comic-Con on YouTube. Or you can pick up all the latest news over on our website, which is www.getyourcomicon.co.uk. Let me know what you thought of the Flash trailer. You can find me on social media at Neil Vag. Thanks for tuning in, and I will catch you next time. Bye!